be back with a former podcast guest, April Salazar. Hello. And Vanessa Agudella. Hi. Beautiful, amazing Latin American women <laughs> with so much fire and so much passion. I don't know if you're more passionate about your kids or your husbands or your businesses or your fashion, but all those together make you incredible women. And I love that you're so authentic and so transparent. And today we're going to talk about how you live your most authentic life, how you grab that passion and balance it all because it is an effort. I mean, Vanessa, today you got the call on the way here. Oh my God. You had to go get your daughter. <laughs> so we prioritize our kids. But when yeah. it happens in the middle of a work commitment, yeah. you're like, oh, my God. You goodness. have to pivot and find solutions. Yeah. So you have two beautiful yes. children. Yes. And I didn't even know until I read your bio that your husband's a professional soccer player. Yes, 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 yes. yes. He does all right. <laughs> yes. And then you have an incredible business model. Yes. Three businesses. Yes. Of course, not just one. Yes. Three. <laughs> I didn't realize about your eyelash business. Yes. Mm -hmm. So incredible. Tell us about all three. Yeah. So um, with my husband, I've always followed him everywhere. And I just wanted to make sure I was a very supportive wife. Um, but then it came a time where I was like very lost and like, I love working. I can win the, the lottery and still work. So I was mm -hmm. like, I need something to do. And um, with Houston Businesswoman, I was a commercial real estate agent before, so I specialized mm. in helping business owners lease shopping centers. Okay. So I was always in the industry and meeting new business um, owners. And I started Houston Businesswoman, that took off. And then during the pandemic, I couldn't get my lash um, extension. So I was like, you know what? I wanna do lash extensions or, or lash um, strips. So I started researching and I was like, well, I want my own brand. And then I started, <laughs> this is what I want. it was like my fun project. And then I, you know, created the package with the um, the wholesalers and uh, branded it and it was Bellavino Lashes. Um, it was a same name as my old business, which I also used to be an event planner in Europe and it was Bellavino Events. Yeah, so I, I am all over the place. How you about? are, girl. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. And then um, my other fun business, but uh, very important business is my Airbnb properties where I can have ownership and build equity and live, leave something off to my kids, but at the same time make money off of it. So that's what I love to do as well. And do you buy them and remodel them or you find them already fabulous? No, I already find them fabulous. I make sure that they're already, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want the work either. No, but they're already um, Airbnb. The one, the pink house was already an active Airbnb listing doing very well, but it was blue and it was, you know, marketed different. And of course I had to touch it up with Vanessa pink style mm -hmm. and make a girly. And now a lot of our guests are, you know, doing bachelorettes or doing um, bridal showers or baby showers or birthdays. And it's just, we attract a lot of women to come to our Airbnb. And then the other one is more so a lot of business owners that are coming from out of town that come with a big family that are just doing something for like a wedding or an event. And they book that house because it, it holds a lot more room. 
How brilliant. Isn't it fun? Yeah. And did you guys meet through the Business Women organization or do you remember how you met? Yes, we have a mutual friend, Sarah Papa, shout out to Sarah, um, <laughs> who invited us to her birthday dinner uh -huh. and in um, Walks in this rock star. We already had each other on social media, so uh -huh. I'm trying to get familiar like, with I kind of know you. I kind of know exactly. too much about yes. you without being your friend. Yes, and I always knew that whenever I did get to meet her that I would love her and uh -huh. sure enough she walks in and it was a sparkling thing so obviously the sparkles were out she had a beautiful blazer and great personality and she uh -huh. sat in front of me and we just clicked and connected and ever since then we've just continued to build a, a very beautiful friendship mm -hmm. so amazing and you were I think you've even been featured to talk on different panels about your business and it's been so incredible that you are a mother of four yes amazing <laughs> active fabulous children yes and um but yet you wrote you took the time to write children's books and to go out and spread the the word to so many different kids from different backgrounds and Absolutely. then you translated them into english and spanish and now you're launching your first novel with another book on the way that, yep yep how do you find the time <laughs> <laughs> it's all that beautiful balance right Right? Because uh -huh. we are all so busy and we are all um, dedicated to our families and our husbands and our friends. Um, but we also like to your point about you kind of followed your husband, yeah. but we also have a voice uh -huh. and we also want to be heard in whatever aspect or whatever that means to to the specific woman. And for you, it was running your own businesses. And for me, it was writing. Uh -huh. And you know, I do have a, a writing background um, and it just seemed natural to translate that kind of innate talent that I had into a, a profession. So I launched my own publishing company so that I could make, maintain control of how my books looked, of how the layout um, was presented to the public, um, what the illustrations looked like, what the wording was. So it was really nice to have that control and that, and that understanding of how to publish a book. Because now when I speak with publishing companies, there, there's nothing that they can tell me that I don't already know, or I can basically call nonsense on. Um, so yeah, I think it's just that delicate, that balance that we all find as women, as mothers, as you know, um, business owners, as philanthropists, as volunteers. Yes. And, and I think for me, um, anything that I'm attracted to that I feel is going to put out good energy and then mm -hmm. have that come right back to me, I'm, I'm all for. And what I love when I hear from you guys, so I'm Italian and Irish, but I always claim the Italian side, I guess, because it's more passionate and I feel <laughs> like we're connected in the Latino way. But I mean, we were taught and my mother certainly did not work outside the house and was supportive of my father. Mm -hmm. So as a new generation of women coming up, it's interesting to see that husbands can be supportive and there is a balance. But I love hearing that you guys say that you follow your husband because at work, Rob is in charge. And yep. I mean, we work together and innately at home, I can take the lead, but mm -hmm. I still submit to him in a lot of ways. And Absolutely. I think that's hard. I think women, I think 
I thought the word feminism was bad for so long because my father would use it as if it was a dirty word, but yet I am a feminist. Right. I want to have whatever right a man has, but I also know that my role as being supportive from a faith background and from a cultural background, mm -hmm. but still having a voice. So let's talk about that because yeah. you're both with very strong men mm -hmm. and how you balance that strength of a woman by supporting and following. Yeah, so growing up, my mother was just like that. She was at home taking care of the house, the kids, and being a supportive wife to my dad. Um, but that actually, um, when I was growing up, I was like, I don't wanna be like that. You know, mm -hmm. it, it kind of made me feel like, oh my God, like that's a lot and you don't get to do your own thing. Mm -hmm. And my mom had to put her dreams aside for all yes. of us and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. um, so when I became a mother of a daughter, I knew that I wanted to set a very good example to her mm -hmm. and to show her that despite your husband being successful, you can still be successful as well. Uh -huh. So that's been more my mission. And also showing in the community of sports, usually uh -huh. the wives are not, um, you know, carrying their own legacy. They're just, you know, attaching themselves to the husband's uh -huh. legacy. And there's a stereotype with that. Mm -hmm. So I want to normalize um, athletes, wives that you can also have your own lane mm -hmm. um, and, and still be strong and still be a supportive wife. And, and the husband always is proud of you as well for who he's married to, because you're building a legacy on top of everything else you're doing and you're bringing in money. So yeah, perfect. <laughs> I know. That's one of my favorite things Rob says about me. She spends a lot, but she makes more than she spends. I'm like, exactly, exactly, baby. Yeah. Two, yeah. two income household. Yes. It's beautiful. It is. It helps. But um, but it, it takes a strong man. And I see the way um, your husband talks about you. And <laughs> I mean, I haven't met your husband yet, oh, but I, <laughs> I, I mean, I just I'm so admire how proud he is of you and how much space he gives you. Yes. Um, we didn't say this earlier, but he's a heart surgeon, mm -hmm. the most renowned <laughs> pediatric. pediatric heart surgeon in the country, if not the world. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't even know you were married to a, a guy who was a professional athlete. And I learned that after I met you. So I think it's, it's amazing to be next to these women, these men who are super strong. Right and find your own lane and find a way that you can build them up while you are pulling yourself up. Yes. Talk Absolutely. a little bit about that. No, I completely agree. So Jorge is very, um, he's, he's very excited about everything that I'm doing. Everything. And he's, and he's, he's just like your biggest he, promotion he's manager. Biggest he, is, <laughs> he literally is my, he is, he's my biggest promoter. I love him very much. Um, I support him through and through. And I think like Vanessa said, you know, for a lot of our early years of marriage, yes. I was the one that held down the fort at home. I was yes. having babies. We were moving around the country. I was picking up and, and settling in a different place and then making that work. I was picking up and moving and settling. And, and I love that he always says this, even when I leave, even when I go to work and I'm, you know, operating on babies and I'm doing what I do, just remember that it's an extension of you as well, because I wouldn't be able to do what I do if my home life wasn't stable. You create so stability true. at so home. True. You create that, that positive energy for me to keep going. Uh -huh. And so I, I think that 
you know, especially now with this Me Too movement and, uh-huh. you know, everything that's kind of going on with men and, and, you know, we have to have equality. And yes, I believe it. I, I am the first to say that's what we need. I mean, my mother, um, she actually did work every single day while I was growing up. She was a strong, you know, single mother. She set the bar really high for me. Uh-huh. I thought I was never going to get married or have children because, that just wasn't something that I witnessed. And I really Uh liked this idea of being the master of my own domain and not Uh having to answer to anybody. And and I just kind of always thought that's what I was going to do. Okay. Well, life in the universe really laughed in my face and they were like, Nope, just kidding. You're married with four kids now. So this is, this is how it's going to go. But I think that I I'm trying to re normalize that it's okay to be married to a badass husband who still opens the doors for women uh-huh. or who still uh, pulls out the chair or uh-huh. who still treats women like they're delicate, like they're, you know, that they're like a flower that at any moment they could crumble, uh-huh. but we don't, right? We're strong. So, um, you know, I've, I've listened to a lot of panels lately uh-huh. talking about, you know, well, this is unfair and because men, you know, there's, uh-huh. it's not usually a panel, it's a mantle, it's all men, it's all uh-huh. the, and, and, you know, it got me thinking, we're doing a lot of male bashing, uh-huh. but men are our biggest supporters, you know, uh-huh. like I have a strong husband who steps aside and rolls out the carpet and says, what is it that you want to do? How can I help you get there? And I think that you know, I, I, I appreciate him very much and I, and I try to show him that, but I really try to show everybody because I want women and my, my girls to see that it is okay to be married. It is okay to have someone who is a rock star. It is okay. If he makes more money than you, Uh it's okay. If you make more money than him, but it's okay to relax into that marriage again, like a, like a traditional household, because you're only as strong as your weakest link in your family. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you have strong points everywhere, then you're going to succeed. And what I'm hearing from you and what I feel like is it is ebb and flow. And there's different times when we have to really support them. And then there's times when they have to support us. And I think that that's such a struggle for so many marriages as it grows. I mean, I know that there's seasons of our marriage that are harder than other seasons that, um, that I feel like I'm giving more than I'm receiving. We call them deposits and withdrawals. Like, (laughs) is this going to, am I going to get credit for this because this is a big withdrawal I'm doing for you but speaking of deposits and withdrawals what I love about both of you is that you empower women and I think that's how we came together Mm -hmm. was by this sense of community and so much of the research I've done about blue zones and people living their longest lives and communities that are the happiest I just read that the community or that the country of Costa Rica is one of the happiest countries in the world and interestingly, the mothers have the highest education levels and the literacy rate of the children 
is the highest and that creates a happier environment. Mm -hmm. So there is something to women being educated mm -hmm. and being able to pass that on to the kids yeah. and to bring that up. And I feel like through your books, through the organization that you do a lot of that. So share some of the empowerment stories or the ways that it's coming about and some of the things you're doing. Yeah, so I had the amazing pleasure of joining a lot of different women groups in different mm -hmm. cities that I lived in. Um, and there was always something lacking and the community wasn't really there. The mm -hmm. platform was there, but the community wasn't there. And I knew that when I came to Houston, I wanted to build something authentic mm -hmm. and something that was not really done here before. And when I started that, it picked up so well and it showed so many other women that this is a possibility. And mm -hmm. so many women have joined in. Yes, they get the, the highlight as a business uh, member, but they build relationships mm -hmm. and they actually build connections. And from there, they get referrals. And it's just created this ripple effect in our community in the city of Houston. And when we got honored by the city, state, and nation, nationally, um, they mentioned that Houston is like in the forefront of doing that for women organizations. So we wow. are proud to be part of that legacy. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, I always say women um, that join women groups like that, they already come from a good place. They're not intimidated by others. Mm -hmm. They want mm -hmm. to support. Um, they know that, you know, whenever they join women groups, even though y'all are in the same industry, it's not going to mm -hmm. take away from the other one. It's all about the consumer and where they want to, um, mm -hmm. you know, allocate their funds or their, their needs or whatever. But ever since we started, which was in uh, 2019, early 2019, it's just created something so beautiful that literally all my friends, I have like two high school friends, but all my friends are from Houston Businesswoman. Some way or another, so nice. it's something that I've been able to say that, wow, it's elevated my life by associating myself with women who are like-minded. And that's mm -hmm. something that without Houston Businesswoman, I wouldn't have found. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I feel like um, so much of life is transactional. Like you do this for me and I'll do this for yeah, you. Yeah. And when you get into an organization like that and you meet people, it doesn't have to be so transactional. Mm -hmm. It can just be about how everyone comes together and helps. Yes. But that's kind of another part of the blue zones yeah. is that all these different generations, and we've talked about this, like my mom helped me take care of Bella. Mm -hmm. I'm super close with my mom. You, your mom is there so much of the time I'm with you. You Absolutely. were able, and I feel like in business that it helps. Like I love finding young people that want to work hard and bring them forward. And that is really so much of what you're doing yes. by this organization yeah. and what you're doing with your book. Like yeah. you're giving women a voice that and you're sharing a voice that a woman can be strong and yep. empowering and a little provocative Absolutely. and be all those things. <laughs> and I think right. we're saying that because people, um, you are beautiful women and people don't have this expectation of business women as getting their eyelashes done right. and wearing pink, like right. that legally blonde. Yeah. She was so different in the pink suit, but look, here we are. Exactly, yes. fast forward, right? Yes. No, I agree with you. So um, this this take on empowering empowerment, you know, women empowerment, um, and you mentioned it with the book, I absolutely try to do that with this story. It's a women's literary story, so mm -hmm. it follows the journey of a young woman and really um, focuses on her internal thought process mm -hmm. about 
all sorts of things, you know, why she dates the way that she dates or um, her interactions with her best friend, her interactions with her mother. And it shows how somebody, a young girl who was exposed to such um, challenging obstacles when she was a younger girl overcomes them. Mm -hmm. And it really dives deep into this idea that, like you just said, you can be beautiful you know, appearance, you can be physically beautiful. You can also be intelligent at the same time. Uh You can also, um, be a super strong businesswoman Uh at the same time. You can also be, um, broken Uh at the same time. You can also, you know, make bad decisions Uh at the same time. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you're always trying to do your best and you're Uh always trying to put, you know, that positive energy out there, always having grace with others and learning from your mistakes, Uh accepting that it's okay to do something that you thought you would have never done, but that doesn't define you. Uh And, and so I really, you know, kind of touched on that with this book and something else that I also did with this book was, show the general public that again it's okay to be a little provocative it's okay to you know want to present yourself in whatever light you want to present yourself that should not take away from what you're doing professionally Uh or you know what what you decide to do with your best friend you know going out with your best friend i just think that this idea that women are hysterical, you know, we're too emotional, uh-huh. we're, you, we're too sensitive. I really flipped that in this book and used it as our strength. Uh-huh. So emotion is one of our natural innate strengths. Men make decisions based on, you know, like they're more intellect. It's like, this uh-huh. is what I'm deciding based on this. Uh-huh. Whereas women do that, but we also have that level of emotional connection to whatever's uh-huh. happening. So it actually is kind of our our secret weapon uh-huh. when we're making these decisions. And so I also, in this book, really explored this idea of her kind of being emotional and not hysteric, but just like, and like an emotional woman, just very in tune with a lot of things that, that are going on and, you know, how, the way she makes her decisions and, and celebrating that because it's okay for us to be emotional. It's okay for us to make decisions based on emotion because it's actually our strength. It's not our weakness. So that's really something I wanted to, to kind of cover in this book and translate that with women empowerment, like you mentioned. So amazing. It's so fun. So uh, let's talk a little bit more about um, how um, you're moving into a new um, journey with literature. Mm-hmm. And you're also publishing, looking at publishing some other pieces. How do you decide? both of you, like when you add something on (laughs) to your already busy schedule, because, because we connect with a lot of people, because we're out there socially, we get invited to a lot of things. A friend of mine told me this week, she was like, I learned that no is a sentence. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know when to add on? Because I feel like so many women struggle with their own growth and how 
a, a balance? Like, how do you know? Um, I know when you have a, I have a plan. I have a, my five-year plan, my one-year plan, five-year plan, 10-year plan. So in my three-year plan, I had the Houston Businesswoman events, the magazine, and the memberships. And within the three years, wow. I accomplished that. I did, I got really good at events, knocked that out my list. Once I knew how to manage that and the easiest way for me, I headed over to the memberships. That's good. Then I headed over to a uh, magazine. So I want to make sure I perfect every department first before moving on. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, you're just going to be super stressed you know trying to perfect this and trying to perfect that mm -hmm. right now we um, we have the Mac I'm sorry the memberships that we're continuing to evolve and mm -hmm. then we have an event coming up that's public and it's big so those tell things, us about them yes absolutely yes. <laughs> let's get some promo out there girl yes. these women are like we want to come this is where we meet a lot of like-minded women you know sometimes women are in the industry but they're mm -hmm. shy and they don't want to come out these are the perfect events to come out to because this is where you're going to have so much fun a lot of people don't know each other they're you're going to have your clicks do not worry of about course. that but you come with great energy and you're going to have so much fun. We have so many great things happening. So and without judgment, also without judgment, I feel like no. the women that come to these events, they mm -hmm. really come and they have, to get to know each yes. other and have fun And it. There's no judgment no, ever, which is all. really nice. And so it's going to be at Saks Fifth on November 17th from mm -hmm. 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, she's our featured author. That's the so, upcoming event, guys. That's it's yay! so exciting. Yes. It's so exciting. The book launch, the yes. official book launch. Officially. It's uh, an evening in Paris. So of course, um, am I able to grab the book? Yes. So this is the April official. says yes. I say yes. <laughs> yes. So this is just the sneak peek cover. This is not the cover, but as you can see, it's in Paris. And so the evening in Paris is working out as a great theme. It's so much fun to add a theme to an event and it goes perfectly with Rosalie and her story. Um, and then additionally, we're going to have some great local vendors there that are going to be showing us their champagne and their lager and their desserts and delicious catering mm -hmm. and we have so many amazing giveaway prizes we have so many amazing uh, swag bags I mean it's oh gonna gosh. be the best event of the season in my opinion I agree and it's really yeah. the kickoff. it's really the big kickoff event for the season the Thursday right before Thanksgiving absolutely it sets the tone yes. for the rest of the year so I, and I, fashion so much a part of everything that we do when we come together as women absolutely and some women stress about what to wear Mm. Yes. One thing that I tell my girlfriends is when in doubt, just wear all black. Yes. Yeah. And that can pull it off. Absolutely. But don't be afraid of color. Is there anything that you guys are special, like on your wish list for fall this year? Oh, for fall wish list. Um, I'm trying to buy another house. <laughs> Does that count? Girl, that's a perfect that's where wish my list. <laughs> for um, what do I have as a wish list item? Like immediately, are you buying you wish new list? boots? I know what I have say, a new mine dress. Always in mine. is a, a new Chanel. A new Chanel. That's you always go my, wrong. That's always my kind of go-to. You can't go seasonally. wrong. Seasonally. I'm a jewelry girl. So usually for birthday, holidays, uh -huh. I like jewelry. But my husband's like, God, I add on one more piece. You're going to look like a rapper. You know? I know. But exactly. Like, I'm just, just like, going up the arms. The right. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Yes. But I'm like, there's a bracelet that I want. You're wearing it. Oh. Uh, which one? It. The VCA. They're so popular. Oh, the I know. Our they pal. just yeah. took off. Took off in a way, if I could buy 
a hundred, I could sell a hundred and we are having the hardest time sourcing them. And uh, I've heard that they're sold out even at Van Cleef and Arpel so many times too. So it's interesting like where those trends come through. I think there's so many classics that are around forever, but there's certainly things. And that, um, they made the Van Cleef and Arpel Alhambra series, even back with Grace Kelly wore it in so many pictures and it is something that is timeless too. I love it. I love that it just kind of gets resuscitated yes. over the years. So and I jewelry think, items. Yes. And I, I've, I'm really intrigued by how celebrities wearing things too seems to influence people, but also our influencer market mm-hmm. here in Houston. We have an incredible group of women here and we've come together to do a lot of events and have met through that in essence. And I find that interesting because I think that that's also amazing to see that there's women with 100,000 followers and there's women with 5,000 followers. And there's kind of been this, friends of mine come to me and they're like, oh, are you having hanging out with the influencers? I'm like, <laughs> well, I know, right? And you're like, well, it's not really that differentiated. They're working and running their business yeah. just like everybody else is. And they're um, vulnerable people yeah. that are growing, they're that are going through all the natural. same things. Yep. Yep. So I think it's um, it, that's been an interesting journey for me too, is to kind of bring all my different groups of people yep. together to meet because I, I think doing that. Same. I love well, it's not the together. influencers' fault that people want to follow them. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. people like their content, they're going to follow them. And if it t- took off, they have a really good way of marketing a product or a service, then mm-hmm. good for them. Yeah. I don't consider myself an influencer, even though I get invited to things. I don't either. Because I, there's really influencers that. But I enjoy that, it yeah, very much. I love being part. We all love being part of it. But there's influencers that really make it their business, and they're so good at it. Yes. Oh my God. I get I get invited to um, a lot of things, and and then or, or to promote products. And the minute they send me a contract, I go, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to yes. sign yeah, anything. Yeah. And they target it now. They hustle like you know to get things yeah. done and to get that that next account. And yes. it's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's um, it's a lot of work, and sometimes people are inconvenienced by all my picture taking. When I'm out and about, they're like, "Danae," I'm like, "Yeah, I'll be finished in just a few minutes." Everything is content. If I didn't document it, it didn't it happen. Didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, tell us about. Um, how people could go about renting your spaces and VRBO. Tell us a little bit more about that business model. Yes, of course. So we do have our uh, properties listed on Airbnb and VRBO as well. Um, I have two different listings for each home because I do long-term stays, which are my favorite. I don't Mm -hmm. have to deal with anything else. (laughs) And then I have short-term stays and I have a minimum of two nights for each property. You know, you better stay the whole weekend. Don't don't turn over. Yeah. So um, that's how they do it. And then, um, 95% 95% of our clients come from out of town. They're not local. That's amazing. Unless I, I do an influencer event and we can do something out of Pink House. Where do they just Google? They just, do they have to know? Like, so Pink House, that's easy. The Pink House. Do they I mean, look, can they look that up? No. The Pink House? They okay. literally just look up 
the rooms they need, the location they need, the dates they need, and what's available. But then when my house is like pink, they, it grabs attention to a certain clientele and they mm -hmm. just click on it. And Interesting. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's really so it's, yeah. It's super. And there's been a shift, I think, in the investment market because a lot of people were buying houses yes. and even remodeling and flipping. Yes. Yep. And now that interest rates are going up, is yep. that affecting your ability to find new houses to add? Yes. And, you know, at this point, since I'm already a primary homeowner, Owner, I have to do an investment loan. So that requires a 20% down. And so once you find that house, it's like it gets snatched up so quick. And then also the guilt you feel. I was at April's um, home the other day and I my phone died and I, I got in the car and I charged and I said, oh, your offer was rejected. I was like, oh, great. Mm. Because the market, even though it's interest rates are going up, they can always, you know, refinance and um, they're actually buying a home as a primary. So as an investor, you kind of feel bad, like I'm snatching away home. So so yeah. you kind of take your time and let it be. If it's meant mm -hmm. to be, it's meant mm -hmm. to be. Same thing with the pink house. I took my time. Um, I, I almost, it's down the street from here, actually. I almost regretted it because I wanted to buy it in, in Pearland. I wanted all mm -hmm. my properties in Pearland just in case something happened to me. My kids are left with different houses in that area. Um, but this house was just so needed and I was, in HOA, you can't paint houses pink over there in Pearland. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. So I had, that was my struggle. I was like, I need a house with no HOA because I was determined to paint it pink. Oh, how funny. But no, I, I think that's think something that. people don't think about. They and then know. also the, um, when there is an HOA and then if something happens and how they divide out the cost of redoing the roofs or repainting or things like that, people have really struggled with it. I know yeah. in um, Colorado, friends that own condos there, they'll have an assessment of 100000 a year or 150000 yeah. And it's like, oh, how do you even come up with the money to do that? It's, but it, yeah. it is a place that I see more women looking at investing and as, as an alternative investment. So tell us about some of the interesting jobs that women have in your organization because I think that maybe people are surprised to hear Whoa. what women are doing. Yeah, so we have everything from a chiropractor, um, I've never really seen a woman who's a chiropractor, so that was pretty cool. I've actually visited her, Dr. Lisa Patel. She's super awesome. We have a lot of um, women who own med spas as well, so mm -hmm. that's a big perk. Um, she took me to one of them, and she ended up being a member, and I was like, I knew she looked familiar. <laughs> and she's amazing. She's my go-to girl now, so thank yep. you for the hookup. Yep. Um, and then we had, yeah, mm -hmm. we wanted, I wanted something where everybody was in different industries because mm -hmm. I remember I told you I was a commercial real estate agent. Mm -hmm. I would come to networking events, and everyone was a Realtor. So I was like, well, yeah, and you're competing point? with each other yeah. as opposed to exactly. helping each other with so different. I kind of yes. Like no shade, but I was just like, oh my God, like I need to make some real networking. So whenever you have a group like Houston Businesswoman where everyone does something different, mm -hmm. you can pick and choose. And you remember, we have a lot of non-members who reach out to us like, hey, I'm looking for an attorney for, you know, PI. Do you have anybody in mind? And I send them a few of our members who are attorneys in that industry. Um, so that just helps them a lot. It helps us a lot because we are a very credited association. So people trust that whoever we send to them is also going to be 
somebody reputable. So it's been it's been yeah. great. And, and we you, have I think you have yeah. every you have we have every we have somebody that makes the coolest cookies. Yeah, you have bakers, mm -hmm. you um, have um, backdrop artists. We don't anymore. Oh, never mind. No, she moved. Um, oh. I okay, know. well you need some more you need some more backdrop. But we do have a lot Houston of sponsors. Um, you know, I like to say with Houston Businesswoman is like a buffet. If we don't get you in the membership department, we're gonna get you as a sponsor. If we don't mm -hmm. get you as a sponsor, mm -hmm. we're gonna get you as a magazine ad uh, purchaser. Right. If we don't get you there, you know, there's so it's like pick and choose what you need for your business. You don't necessarily have to be a member, but you know, if events are your thing, you can come and be part of the event. So we do have a lot of sponsors that have yeah. cool backdrops. Yeah. Okay, and you haven't mentioned it, but we have a few minutes left. Yeah. You're going to other cities. Yes, that's my five year uh, plan. Remember I told okay, you. Okay, girl, yeah. let's go uh, there. Yes. yes. So um, we have a new association that's a separate entity called Businesswoman Association. Mm -hmm. And from there, that's going to be like the top, uh, like the enterprise. And Houston Businesswoman is actually a chapter of that. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to start creating chapters and moving on to different cities. So it's going to be fun. Um, as someone that lived in many cities, all my friends are always like, oh, I wish you had this here. Um, so now your opportunity is yeah. coming. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Fun. And do you have any things you want to share? You've got a lot of great charity events coming up. You just oh, hosted a beautiful yeah. event. At the Jimmy Choo event with American Heart Association. Shout out to Jimmy Choo and AHA. It's awesome. We had a great, great time with that. Sold a lot of shoes and a lot of handbags, yes. and it was a lot of fun. Um, I also have another event coming up with Heart Gift, uh, mm -hmm. Boots and Bling, where they bring uh, Nashville singer-songwriters and have kind of this, you know, Austin City Limit style backyard um, uh, performing session and spread awareness for heart babies who have no money to get the uh -huh. surgeries and so they raise money for them. So that's coming up. The book launch is coming up. Once that's out, it will be available to purchase on Amazon and other locations. So that's coming up. That's really great. But um, yeah, it's just it's just rolling along. Like yeah. like you said, how do you how do you know to tack on something else? I think when I get excited uh -huh. and it's the right calling, yes. as uh -huh. soon as I get excited about something, yes. it goes right onto my list. So I'm very excited about all of these different areas that I'm kind of involved with and so it's always yes. Yes. So wonderful. Well, that. thank you ladies so much. Thank you, Danae, for having us. Yes. I'm super excited to be a sponsor for the book we launch. We are so excited. Yes, we're gonna be doing a giveaway of these earrings. Beautiful them. Chanel earrings. Yes. Oh my God, I love those. Yes, so it's wonderful. So because everyone who goes to Paris should leave with something Chanel. Oh, absolutely. And they can travel to Paris by reading the book. Exactly. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> exactly, no, it's come together quite nicely. We're gonna have a blast. We appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. All right, guys, keep living the authentic life. Until next week, bye. Bye.